What's up, guys? Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. Air Fresheners, episode 11. 11. Here we are. Here we are. Um, first of all, thank you guys so much. Uh, we hit 139 downloads on our first month of this podcast. Which is pretty exciting, so thank you guys for listening. We've yeah, got a few so people exciting. from uh, foreign countries listening too, so... Really? What's yeah. the foreign countries? Think France, Italy... So foreign. <laughs> somewhere else in Europe, yeah. Really? And That's we have, so cool. I think, a few people up in Canada too, so... Nice! I'm yeah. trying to think if I know anyone over there and I don't nope <laughs> so i've been like oh that's this but yeah no, no. but that's so, so cool shout out to our uh, international listeners yeah we're fucking international now <laughs> we're so cultured <laughs> <laughs> and uh for this episode today um shout out to my friend martin mm-hmm. uh he just got married and uh he gave us this idea for this episode because he's super into food nice. his at is martin the food guy on TikTok. Oh, that's cool. And uh, we're going to be talking today about um, food, the culture of millennials eating out versus eating in, and just our relationship with cooking and mm-hmm. things like that. And kind of like how things have changed with this quarantine as well. We might hit on like new food habits or mm-hmm. yeah, just like how we're trying to deal with that and just like the evolution of how cooking and eating as a community has changed so yeah i'm excited this is kind of different for us i don't think we've really done any yeah didn't think we'd make an episode on food yeah but here we are i think we all love food yeah i feel like it's just a good like overall topic that everyone can relate to yeah so sweet okay well thanks martin for the idea i feel like we wouldn't have thought of this by ourselves definitely not definitely not (laughs) so do you how about you start? What's your relationship with cooking? Um, I don't really have too much of a relationship with cooking. Um, when I'm like at my like peak of like working out and like I'm consistent in the gym and all that stuff, like I do make a lot of my meals at home because it's literally just like turkey and rice and chicken and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Boring. Um, yeah, super boring. <laughs> so I really like to spend money on food. That's probably one of my weaknesses is just spending money on takeout. Mm. So um when I do cook, there's like a few dishes I can make, but I don't know anything fancy and I hate the process of just like cleaning and yeah, yeah. I don't have a strong relationship with cooking. Mm. I feel that. I feel like even with this quarantine, I haven't, I mean, my extent of cooking is like throwing a frozen pizza in the oven, so <laughs> I'm a real chef. Oh, they're still good though. <laughs> yeah, they are good, except I've been eating them a lot and yeah. I'm like, I'm fucking over this. I have been eating quiches, though, and that was pretty good. Mm, Okay. So, yeah, anyway, pretty much the same. I know how to make, like, avocado toast, and that's it. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't even eat that that much. Avocado toast is pretty good. It is good. It's healthy. But, like, the, I don't know, when you do make something from scratch, you're like, ah, like, I did this. There's an accomplishment after you cook and, like, eat for yourself. Mm -hmm. So, that's just kind of disappeared, though, with needing things to be convenient especially for our generation i think it's always like go 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 that the idea of like sitting at home cooking something for two hours you would have to really like like being in the kitchen or Mm -hmm. having a craft for cooking to appreciate it i think it's more of like you said earlier like a convenience type of thing like you get home from work the last thing you want to do is spend like four hours working on something to eat so even an hour. Even an yeah, hour. fucking hours a long I'm time. Like I'd rather just throw like eggs in a pan, chicken in a pan, turkey in a pan, cook some yeah. rice, eat my food, and then 
be on my or way. I'll just drink my dinner a lot of the <laughs> time. <laughs> Let's be honest. A bottle of wine goes yeah. a long way. Yeah. So also I like to eat a lot of cheese and crackers mm-hmm. and that's going to catch up at some point. I'm just waiting for it. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like with the quarantine though, we have had to be like watching money mm-hmm. and I've ate out twice this week which is huge like such a cut down because usually i'd have at least one meal out a day Mm -hmm. would you agree that you do that yeah i would uh, between uh coffee especially coffee i miss good coffee (laughs) between coffee and then like eating out like there's been times of like when i'm making good money at work and i would literally go and i would buy breakfast coffee and then I'd go and I'd probably get another meal out somewhere for either lunch or for dinner. Mm-hmm. So it's like that adds up Easy. Like, a lot. Especially if you're out all day. Yeah. You end up just eating throughout the day. Yeah. Four, five, six times a week doing that every month. That's a lot of money you're spending on food. But like at the same time, though, it's like, do I really want to go back home and pull all my pans out and cook something when no. I could just go here and here's my money? And it's also the like the time you spend going to the grocery store, figuring out all the spices mm-hmm. and like. If you need butter, sour cream, and all these, like, extra things, like, making tacos at home is, like, one of the most (laughs) expensive things you can do. Yeah. The last time I made tacos, when my uh, brother came up, I think it was, like, 20-something dollars for the ground beef, the cheese, Mm. the tacos, all the other stuff that I needed in it. And, like, I mean, we we eat a lot, so, like, we just pounded it down. But, like, realistically, though, like, that would have been enough to feed me for, like five or six days maybe but yeah. like do i want to be eating that same thing every single day for five or six do days you really want to be eating ramen three <laughs> times a day for 10 days no but i get it like it's about like the convenience also and how many people you have like mm-hmm. if you're cooking a meal with one or two other people it's great it it ends up saving you money but like for people that just have a roommate or you live alone, it doesn't make sense to make those types of meals yeah. because you end up spending more than if you were to just go out and get it. Mm-hmm. So it's a weird dynamic because we've moved so far away from like the community like dining room table. And I was talking about this recently, like how often, like when was the last time someone like at a dining room table oh, with yeah, like it's friends. Been a, it's been a long time. Yeah, we don't even, I don't even have a fucking dining room table. <laughs> like we have a little like kitchen like island, but. Yeah, same with my apartment too. It's just the kitchen island and then we've got a couch and then the table, the coffee table has a table that folds up mm-hmm. and it's usually combined with me either on my laptop or putting something on the TV while I'm eating at the same time. So Mm. there's no, like, relationship to what I'm eating. I'm just eating it while I'm doing other things. Right. You're not, like, thinking about, like, oh, this tastes good or, I don't know, there's no, like, conscious eating almost when it's by yourself. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. There has been, like, an art form lost in just being about the convenience of trying to find food. Yeah. You know? So I feel like we, we have a hard time, too, living in St. Pete. Because mm. there's so many good food spots around here. Yeah, and like we both stuff. live like a block away from the main strip of all of the, the restaurants. Mm-hmm. So and also too being in like the service industry, you get like 50% off all the time. That's nice. You get deals. So it's like there's so much good food. And right. I don't know. I, I think it's just normal for people our age though. Like I don't really think it's that strange that we eat out like more than five or six times a week like i think that's just how life is now Mm -hmm. might not be the best for our bank accounts but it's just how it is yeah it's just like okay well 
you don't know how to make anything so this is your <laughs> this is your options yeah so i actually found of course an article okay about this let's see what it's called it's on wellandgood.com and it's by Erin Magner. I don't know who that is, but she wrote the article. And it's called, People Are Cooking Less Than Ever Before. Here's why we're determined to change that. So there was a few just like studies that I kind of wanted to touch on that okay. supported like what we were talking about. If I can just find them. <laughs> Somewhere in there. They're in here. It's a big ass article. Okay, this is kind of like relevant to what we were just saying. Um, why home cooking is actually a form of self-care. Um, according to Alma, mental health community member, home cooking is an ideal mindfulness practice. The process of following a recipe, measuring ingredients, paying attention to texture, smells, and even setting the table fall into the category of executive functioning skills. She explains, for anyone with depression, anxiety, brain injuries, chronic illness, or just wanting to maintain brain health as they age, cooking is a way to encourage this. When we have strong executive functioning skills, we also tend to manage anger and regulate emotions more effectively. Kind of interesting. Yeah, it is super interesting. Makes a lot of sense, too, because yeah. you have to like manage like if you're cooking multiple things at once like and how to like prep things you there's like time management involved in that and mm -hmm. your brain is like actively working yeah through the whole process and i guess i've never really thought about it as like a mindfulness practice before but like thinking about like some things that people do for mindfulness like whether it's like building a puzzle mm -hmm. or the people that like make art with like sand or like they paint or like cooking i guess i've never thought of cooking that way so that does make sense yeah like even adding in like oh garlic would be good for this mm -hmm. or italian seasoning like it is creative mm -hmm. and it's kind of sad that people don't really think of it like that anymore yeah. you get the smells the aromas you're active in everything that you're doing you're creating yeah. something from scratch it's just such a such a beautiful process that i wish i was better at <laughs> yeah and i think like i feel like it's like any other art form because it just takes practice like as soon as you try something new, my problem is, okay, I'm interrupting myself. My problem <laughs> is I don't like following recipes. Like mm -hmm. I like to have the idea of what I need and then kind of going from there, like knowing how long it has to cook, obviously, or whatever, like following the basic structure. But like, I want to be able to add what I want and like, you know, make it more crispy or extra not spicy. do this. Extra, yeah. extra, extra spicy. Extra, extra yeah. spicy. <laughs> spicy as it can be everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I feel like maybe that's what makes me not want to cook is mm -hmm. that I'm like, oh, I have to follow the rules. But you don't. <laughs> you could just start learning things for yourself. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like that's a good, a good point that we've gotten away from having the, the time or carving out the time of just like, wanting to do that for ourselves yeah it is self-care yeah and it's weird too because like we think about like um again how much time we spend on like our phones or something like that mm -hmm. it's like well we have no problem spending two three four five six hours a day on our phone but when it comes to spending half an hour an hour on cooking yourself a You're nice like, meal oh, fuck, i don't, have I don't that. want to do that yeah <laughs> it's such a like, priorities great example of our generation yeah. though at least we're able to see it yeah i'm not we're, saying we're that it's aware. not real yeah but you know 
Mm-hmm. We value different things, like scrolling <laughs> through the same fucking five photos every like two hours. Yeah. And I totally think that like the biggest thing with our generation for sure is that we want things as fast and as quickly and as efficiently as possible. So, so true. like using like DoorDash and Uber Eats and like all these other um, apps and stuff like that too. like mm-hmm. literally click a button 15, 20 Here minutes, you have your food, you might pay twice as much as you would have, but. You right. get to sit at home. You never have to leave. You never have to get ready, and food just comes. Especially to you. late at night, and you're like, "Ooh, I want this." Yeah. And then it's like, <laughs> "Oh, it magically shows up, dude." You know what that reminds me of? Did you? Um, I think it was the first Spy Kids, and they like put the meal in the microwave, and then all of a sudden she has like a cheeseburger. Did you? Ever I do. See that? I remember something like that. It yeah. was like so futuristic. Yeah. I remember my sister and I were like. Wow, like that's kind of what we're living in already. Yeah, it's coming. It's but that its shit was wild, and the burger looked so good. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. Ideal. Yeah. Now here we are, 2020, yeah, that's, that's and coming. it just shows up in like 15 minutes. So we're gonna be three, 3D printing food before we know it. Oh my god, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> Can you, Matt? Like, ew, just like the radiation and. Yeah. We're not even going to be like humans anymore. What's that one uh that one movie where the is it Wally where all of the fat people are just living in like this luxury land and they're like oh. being hauled around on like these chairs and, and they're like, all fat. They press right? a button and their food comes to them. Yeah. Ew, I haven't seen that, yeah. but a lot of people have referred mm. that to being like the future yep. of how people are. It's, it's on its way. It's definitely oh, on its God. way for sure. That's terrifying. I found I saw this part of this article that was talking about the future of food and I'm trying to find it. Uh, Let's see. Okay, so kind of relevant to what you were just saying about food delivery apps. Mm -hmm. This article talks about like the future of food and I thought this was super interesting. It says, America is experiencing a massive takeout boom thanks to delivery apps that bring all manner of restaurant meals to your door in just a few taps. In June 2018, report titled Is the Kitchen Dead? Analysts at investment firms predicted that global online food delivering, food ordering will grow by 20% per year between now and 2030. The market is currently valued at $35 billion, but within the next 11 years, it's set to reach $365 billion, if not wow. more. The report also envisions a future in which drone delivery and robot chefs lower the cost of takeout to the point where it's actually more expensive to cook a meal at home than to order in. Dude, that is so nuts. Wow. Because, like, can you imagine it's going to be so inconvenient to go to the store, pick out food, and, like, have them. Yeah, that makes me wonder what's going to happen with, like, grocery stores and stuff because no one's going to be buying food anymore no damn just like launch from the air like drop (laughs) to your house that's actually terrifying yeah there was a video i saw on instagram and this guy was like chasing a um one of the food delivery apps it had the robots that like drops the food off to you on like Mm -hmm. the street and it like skipped this guy like that brought him his food and then it didn't give it to him so this guy was like chasing the robot around for like 20 (laughs) minutes saying like give me my food that's just gonna be a normal thing we see in 2030 robots all over if we fucking make it there by the way (laughs) 10 years is a long ass time and like how this year is going i don't know yeah, we'll I'm not being <laughs> pessimistic, but I'm just saying it's going to be interesting. Yeah, we'll definitely see how everything shapes from there. Yeah. Who knows? But what a, that'd be such an interesting future, though, like to, to think that you may never cook food again. 
and that takeout could be cheaper than that. Like, could I buy like some really good sushi for like really cheap? Probably could... not. It's gonna be so expensive. True. That's what I mean. It's like, how can that be more convenient? Yeah. Is, does that mean grocery store food is gonna just keep going up? I guess. Or right? it's like the grocery store is making the food and then delivering mm. that kind of food to you. Oh, that's interesting. Using low yeah. low cost things or something like that. I don't right. know. Right. Interesting. Wow. Or Amazon's just going to take over everything they already have. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, what was it? Um, Amazon, before Amazon was named Amazon, the name for Amazon meant um, it was like Conquer or Ew, something like, like that. that. Like, I don't remember what the name was, but the idea behind Amazon is it was literally just going to conquer everything. And it. Well, they did it. <laughs> been doing that for sure. <laughs> that is so crazy. I'm yeah. going to look into that. To and see I think what it Amazon was. owns uh, Whole Foods now. Oh, and I didn't know that. I think Whole Foods is like trying to push to like be bigger. Mm -hmm. And then also too, like when you walk into like Whole Foods, I don't know if they've started this or if they're going to start it, but you basically get your groceries and then I think you walk out and you don't even have to pay and whatever that you, well, you have to pay, right. but whatever Just that like was in your cart, it gets registered and charged to your Amazon account. Whoa. Or something like that. Yeah, it's some crazy shit. It's like less talking to people, the better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Remove all social contact, yeah. which is also like a big part of going out and getting your food mm -hmm. or like we were talking about, like sitting at a restaurant and eating. It's a social aspect. It's it like is. if you take servers away, like that's 50%. That's more than 50% of your experience of eating. Right. Like I love sitting down at a table with a good server. It makes everything so much better. It's different. It's part of like social interacting and enjoying food. And I don't know, it kind of worries me to think about like the evolution of how closed in people are. Yeah. But with this whole pandemic, I feel like people are aware of how important human connection mm -hmm. is and like physical touch and just that humans have to be like physical social beings yeah. like we can't just be closed into our house and like isolated stop. by ourselves yeah, yeah exactly so who knows it's just a weird weird time yeah i feel like there was such a, there's been like such an awakening awakening of people mm -hmm. even over the past like three weeks with all this going on so it's hard to be like in 10 years from now, we're going to have this. Like we really don't know what like the six next months two months. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whatever. It's just like all up in the air. So yeah. I don't know. I feel like maybe um, I'm going to try to cook something this week. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Attempt. <laughs> and by that, I mean like, I don't know. I made mac and cheese today. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So healthy. <laughs> I think in the past like two weeks I've had uh like pasta with pasta sauce which that's Easy. literally nothing yeah. and then uh, every morning i've been waking up and i throw like five eggs cheese and bacon into a burrito Ooh, shell that sounds it's good. Pretty good it's it's been really Dang. good that, i might even get taco shells and put it in there Ooh. like hard taco yeah that'd shells. be really good and then Some frozen pizzas frozen literally pizza had a frozen too. pizza almost every day really? like at home with my roommate i'm like hey you want a frozen pizza and then just throw it in the oven and it's done i ate an entire DiGiorno pizza to myself last night <laughs> the entire thing damn yeah. <laughs> at least it's like something though and it holds you over yeah it's my but daily dose of calories just adding, adding up in the quarantine <laughs> two months from now you're gonna be like out here yeah amazing i don't know i feel like this was a good conversation maybe we'll build on this yeah for sure especially but like the social 
community eating aspect i feel like that would be interesting mm-hmm. to get into yeah and then also too i think it's good that we're documenting like our uh perspectives on this now because who knows where the world's going to be in two or three months mm-hmm. and our relationship yeah. to food and eating could be completely different depending on what happens right so, yeah that's so true yeah we will see definitely but thanks for listening awesome. guys thank you see you soon peace peace <laughs>